Good morning and welcome. Uh, good morning. Welcome to the Fatherhood Experience Podcast. Let's talk about promises today. Just keeping your promises. That's pretty important. It's something that we hold near and dear. And it's a borderline between lying and not lying. And... Uh, yeah it really it builds on a couple of things one it builds our children's trust or our team our people's trust other people's trust in us and if we are forming people we're looking at it in that way we are agents of hope in that sense because the fundamental at the fundamental core of hope, H-O-P-E, is the fact that there's a promise in your mind whether you created it or whether someone told you about that promise that it's going to come true. Hope is something that we look forward to that we believe is going to come true and innately it's going to be something better than it is today it's going to be something that we envision or imagine in the future but at the base of that it is a promise that is coming true So the strength of that hope is going to be based on our children's experiences of a promise and then it coming true. Now as a parent, this is a very tricky territory to walk because a lot of times we don't even know that we are making a promise to our kids. Like, can we get that? Can we get that after after I do my homework can I have that and then we just gut reaction say yeah you can have it or we promise them as a carrot at the end of a stick a reward so that they do whatever we want to tell them yeah you can have five hours of Minecraft time just do your homework and a lot of times we have no intentions of keeping that promise We just wanted to get what we wanted out of the situation. That's not good. Because we are weakening the muscle that they use for hope. So to strengthen the muscle that we use for hope and our children use for hope, we have to keep our promises, one, doable, two, not some we, we have to make them intentional so when we, we promise something to our children it has to be an intentional promise like there has to be a target or objective to it and don't over promise anything so promises should not be cheap they should not be easy to say and it should cost you something to make that promise now if it's a if it's a 
a promise for a homework, if it's a promise for something trivial, then the promise has to be equivalent to the task that you are exchanging it for. And hopefully that we don't, we're not usually put in that situation where we're always having to exchange a promise just to get our kids to do something. If that's, if you're in that situation, then yeah, you're already in a tough spot because the, the factor that is at play there is that your kids don't think you're doing things for them. They think that you're, you just want to get something out of this. And so, yeah, they'll make a deal with you. They feel like they get entitled, that they have to get something for something else. And what we want to instill in them is that we will fulfill our promises whether they give us something or not. And that's, uh, at the base of that, that is unconditional love. That we promise to keep you fed, keep a house over your head, and you know a couple of other exercises that we say and these are the patterns or traditions that we do all the times that they they start to expect so hope is the big picture keeping promises is the foundation of that and the foundation of being able to keep promises is really building expectations so creating a pattern in your daily life like in our house snuggling in the morning is one of those patterns you just always snuggle in the morning and another thing is that if I have time then I will stay home and make breakfast for the kids another pattern that we have our bedtime stories or foot massages at night so these are expectations that the kids can fairly accurately expect is going to happen every single day and based on those data points or based on their experience of these daily expectations that they always happen then they can kind of extrapolate that my dad's consistent my dad has there's something else that is structuring what my dad does not just his whims and not just his emotions and feelings he's not just erratic because there's a pattern he's a uh, dependable and predictable now if someone is dependable and predictable now when they give us a promise we can safely say that they're gonna most likely deliver on those promises because they are predictable and there is a standard that they're living up to so now the long-term investment into the muscle of hope is keeping bigger promises where if you sleep in your bed for seven nights in a row, I will buy you something and then make sure that you buy it at the end of those seven nights. And the opposite side of that is not getting it for them when they don't sleep in their bed for seven nights. So the counter promise or the anti promise is 
also true in this case. We don't, <clears throat> we don't want to give them something if they don't live up to their side of the promise. Because what that does is it gives them a false sense of hope. That, you know what? I don't actually have to do any of the things that are listed here. I'm going to get what I want. And that's not really setting them up for the, the workplace. Because in the workplace, a lot of it is, yep, these are your metrics. These are the expectations of your job. And if you don't do them, you're not going to get a paycheck. Or you could potentially get fired. So, yeah. What we want to do is strengthen that muscle of reliability in our children by modeling it. And when we model it, we are more dependable as parents. And our word is has more weight when we don't throw our words around it's just like the stock market or any other market supply and demand if you don't supply too many promises then there's more of a demand for it and especially if you can deliver on it right it's like monopoly money monopoly money doesn't buy you anything but real money does and different denominations can buy you different amount of things so an American dollar can buy you more than a Canadian dollar so the weight of your word has to be gold golden and it shouldn't be cheap so when you promise something one make sure you can they can cash in they can cash out and don't give it too soon or too often and yeah just be consistent and all of these things really starts to create a foundation of hope in our children. And so when we start telling them that there is a God and God does love you and that things are going to be better or, you know, things may not get better, but you're going to get better and you're going to get stronger and you're going to be able to handle a lot more things when you're older. You're going to be a great human being. You're going to be an awesome person when you grow up. You're going to be so tolerant and you're going to be so resilient when you're much older. They're going to believe those things and they're going to believe that the hardships that they go through or the things that are lacking in their lives <clears throat> are going to be fulfilled because of hope that we have instilled in their hearts. All right, so thank you very much for joining me in my conversation of promises and hope and thank you for joining in my fatherhood experience <laughs>